Hey there, welcome to the fourth episode of A's for Anxious, the podcast diary that tackles the taboo topic of anxiety through our friend The Alphabet with me, Alex Ang. Each episode highlights a new letter, which highlights a new anxiety, and today we have arrived at the letter D. Today we are also joined by yet another guest. This next person has been one of my biggest supporters of everything I do in life. We actually met back in college in 2018, and I feel like we've just done so much together since then, like singing in an acapella group and even co-parenting a lizard. Please welcome my roommate, Greta Ehrenman, to the podcast to talk about her anxieties around dating. Now, don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at Ace for Anxious Pod so that you can stay updated and follow us on Spotify or whatever platform you listen to to get notified when new episodes drop. Now, let's jump straight into the letter D. All right. Hi. Welcome, Greta. Hi. How <laughs> does it feel to be on the podcast? First, introduce yourself. Okay. Um, I'm Greta. I use she, her pronouns. I am Alex's roommate, um, and we met because we used to sing together. Um, Acapella? Yes. We um, were in an acapella group together in college, and then we graduated, and we still live together, and that's awesome. Yeah. How... Okay, so this is your first podcast, right? Um, yes. Have you ever been on a podcast? I have been on a radio station oh, episode. For McAllister? Um, no, for Augsburg. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Was mm-hmm. it live? It was live. Okay, so that's scarier. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. But how does it feel to be on your first, like, mm-hmm. podcast episode? It's exciting. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, you, <laughs> I, can, I can see it. You're standing. I'm, like, sitting up really straight, and I'm, yeah. like, I feel like I'm, like, Acting like I'm on camera, but I'm not on camera. I know. It is kind of like, weird. Just being recorded. It is kind of weird talking to, like, a microphone, right? Yeah. I know. I've realized that, too, because I was doing YouTube, but then when I was talking to the camera to do the first podcast episode, I was like, why is this so hard? Like, I just feel yeah. like I need something to bounce off of, but I feel like having a conversation mm-hmm. is a lot better. So, I mean, we're going to talk about something that you're you're very familiar with. I feel like as your roommate, I am privy to your romantic <laughs> life, yeah. um, not by choice, <laughs> but I mean, okay. I get kind of, I can see like the like the front facing view of like you know dating and what that mm-hmm. feels like and I feel like I hear a lot about it from you but like yeah. I mean this is honestly a space to be vulnerable and I'm excited to talk about kind of how you're dissecting how you're feeling inside and I feel like oh people gosh. can relate to because a yeah. lot of people are anxious about dating oh yeah so I guess we're gonna jump into it so as you know, for all of my episodes with guests, I let the guests choose what letter and what topic they're going to be doing for the episode. So, Greta, you chose dating. Why does dating make you anxious? Oh my gosh, why why doesn't it? Yeah, that's... <laughs> what are the reasons it wouldn't? Well, you can start anywhere. We yeah, can... I mean, okay, so I've been ooh, I've been single for almost a year. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Um, but yeah, I feel like dating. There's every. There are so many parts to dating and every part makes you can make me anxious, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I primarily date on like dating apps, right? So I'm doing the swipe, I'm doing the messages, you know, and then you have to meet the person in person. And I feel like every part of that can be anxiety producing, like yeah. the, the first message. So like Bumble, for example, is like the woman has to message first. Mm-hmm. And so that's like you're the you're being put on the spot and you have to like come up with the great first message to like get them to respond or like to stand out from the crowd you know so especially with dating apps 
it's yeah it's like the messaging that Mm -hmm. you know you never know if somebody's going to answer if they're going to be interested in what you have to say and then you have to like transition to like texting or like some people transition to like snapchat or like instagram you know Mm -hmm. so like you have to um kind of like go through all those steps to like actually meet them in person and then you're meeting somebody in person who you've never met before (laughs) yeah you just you just telling me all this makes gives me like (laughs) secondhand anxiety I mean it's a lot I mean I always find it so interesting like when I talk to you about kind of you know dating and doing that because like Mm -hmm. I have social anxiety so that kind of stuff for me like there is no there is quite literally no motivation to do any of that because I'm not excited to meet people so it is interesting talking to someone who like likes meeting people and likes talking to people but like what does anxiety look like for you you know what I mean yeah I I am excited to meet people usually when you get to that part where you're gonna like set up a date and go to the date I am excited um I am also anxious like at the same time and it's like I wish that it was just excitement yeah (laughs) but there is also like you're I mean you're going into you're meeting somebody in a public space usually. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, I know what this person looks like on the app. Like I know what their, their photos look like, but people look different in person or like their hair might be different. They might have different facial hair. You don't know how tall they are. So when you like walk into a public space and you're looking for somebody and you don't know what they look like, I, that's the part that is very like anxiety producing for me. Cause Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, like, where are they? Yeah. <laughs> what do they look like? And then how do you, how do you have that first introduction? Like, do you shake hands? Do you hug? Do you like, what if you see them and they don't look like their pictures right away? Or like, there's a lot of things that I'm thinking about. So I usually get super sweaty. Oh yeah. So Same. sweaty. <laughs> like I cannot, me wearing gray on a first date is like, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Why would I? <laughs> I know I'm going to sweat through yeah. it. Any light color that, yeah, I'm totally going to sweat through. That um, Are you getting sweaty now? Let me feel your hands. I, no, my, hands. my armpits. Oh, my, my God. My hands are fine. Guys, she's sweaty. She's sweaty. <laughs> I can... I but can... like my... Yeah, like my mm-hmm. forehead and my armpits especially. Okay, so Alex gave me this green top, um, yeah. the short sleeve cropped one. I wore that on a date one time and then I went to the bathroom mid-date and it was like you could see... The sweat was, like, Ugh, all down. And I was so mad because I was, like, this is such a cute top, but mm-hmm. just got ruined by my sweat. Um, So sweat, of course. Yeah. And then I also, like, get really, um, like, nauseous and, like, my stomach kind of cramps up. Yeah. And then I also feel like I'm out of breath, which is so hard on a date because you're, you're talking to the person. You have to, like... Mm-hmm make conversation and I'm like sitting there and I'm like sweating and I'm also like yeah so like how are you yeah yeah I mean I it's kind of cool though that you have these like mechanisms set in place though you're like don't wear gray you know not wearing certain colors put in place I kind of love that because that's mm-hmm. how, that's kind of how I go through daily life like I'm like yeah can't put myself in situations but then okay why do you keep putting yourself in situations <laughs> I know like that's the question yeah that is the question honestly like the risk is is worth the reward for me for mm, dating. Like, okay. I have gone on so many dates and so many bad dates. Yeah. <laughs> but the dates that I do go on that uh, go well mm. and the person is, like, easy to talk to and I'm comfortable with them, 
is like that excitement and like that spark and that chemistry and energy between you Mm -hmm. is like so worth all the other shitty dates can I swear oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so worth all the other shitty dates and worth like the panic of me like getting ready and going because once you're there and you're talking to them and you're kind of like you can relax a little bit when it's going well and when it's with somebody who's like engaging and friendly and like yeah you feel comfortable do you ever go into dating thinking that it's going to go well so does that make you less anxious like or do you like pray for dear life like (laughs) do you or do you go in thinking that everything's gonna be bad and you have to manage the situation I I used to go in definitely with really high expectations of um like oh this person and I really connected over text or like their photos are really cute so I know it's mm-hmm. going to go well or like I know I think and I hope it's going to go well but I used to yeah base my expectation of how the date is going to go on like our conversation and what the photos look like and I've kind of learned to st- try to stop doing that and to go in with no expectations at all and just be like okay this is just a date like I'm just gonna meet somebody and it could be horrible it could be awesome like because you I never know (laughs) I've had I've had it where I'm really excited to meet somebody because we've been talking and it's been so fun and like they look really cute in the pictures and then I get there and it's just like there's nothing there's no energy there's no chemistry yeah or they look way older than their photos mm-hmm. or, like, way different. So I I used to, like, predict or, like, try to predict and be like, okay, well, I don't need to be nervous because everything went well Yeah. online. But now I am like, okay, I'm just going to be nervous and it's mm-hmm. going to go how it's going to go and there's, like, nothing I can really do to prepare myself. Uh, I see. So, so yeah. yeah. So the unknown doesn't really like scare you or doesn't make you anxious about like do you invite that feeling or is it something you had to get used to? Something you had to like f- like force yourself. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. I've definitely it took me it's taken me years to get used to it cuz I mm-hmm. remember like the last time that I was single and dating was like 2019. Wow. And yeah. I was so much more anxious back then going on dates than I am now and I would feel like I would be so scared about if the person likes me if I look like how I look like in my pictures in real life that's interesting yeah if they find me engaging if they find me like comfortable to be around so that was a huge I used to like that was the thing that I used to be most anxious about dating was like how the other person was perceiving me and I'm still anxious about how I'm being perceived definitely Mm -hmm. but I had to like switch my focus more on do I like am I gonna like the person I love that yeah Yeah. I think a part of that comes from like self-healing a little bit too because I feel like you can't you're not able to kind of be in that headspace until you come to a place with yourself where you like you know give yourself grace and care to be like a little like if something goes wrong like it's not your fault inherently Mm -hmm. yeah so that's really important do you think okay do you think I'm just so curious I mean I obviously have not been out of the dating rounds for quite a bit and Mm -hmm. also even but when I wasn't even when I was single I never actively dated because Mm -hmm. I was just so anxious and it honestly even wasn't the talking part I think that's something that I actually quite enjoy having conversations with people and I feel like I could hold up a conversation well 
it's literally just like the social anxiety like Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in a space with people so I guess do you think like there there's no such thing as not being anxious on a first date is everyone anxious oh yeah yeah I think so for sure and I think it's definitely more palpable with certain people than others. Ooh, palpable. 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 <laughs> like, there are certain dates that I've gone on that I can think of where the the other person, I can tell that they're just as nervous as I am, but they're showing it more. Like, they're, oh. like, stuttering or, like, they won't make eye contact with me or yeah. they're, like, you know, and it's – that almost makes me more anxious because oh, makes I – more anxious? Yeah, because I – then I feel like – I, ha- I want to, like, reassure them and be, like, I'm, I'm having a good time. Or, like, um, oh, um, you know, I try to, like, pick up the slack, I guess, in the conversation. Or, like, because I, I don't want them to be nervous around me. I'm, like, I'm just, you know, we're just hanging out. We're mm-hmm. having a good time. And so, yeah, when other people are super nervous on the first date, it makes me super nervous, wow, too. Wow, that's I, – yeah. I would think of it, it was, like, if someone's – anxious and they're showing it on a date too like when you're first meeting them like wouldn't you feel like solidarity I guess a little bit yeah yeah but my social anxiety is more comes from a place of like I want everybody to be having a good time always <gasps> that's so thank you <laughs> representation yeah, yeah. Like, so like yeah I especially when I am I I am more anxious when I'm one-on-one with somebody because mm. I I want to make sure that like I'm I'm being a good like conversationalist or like I'm I'm yeah I don't know um no that's interesting because my social anxiety is like I don't care if everyone's not having a good time (laughs) I want to have a good time yeah so that's interesting to talk about how like social anxiety manifests differently and I guess do you take it personally when someone is not having a good time is that why it makes you anxious because you feel like that's bad on you that you're not a good conversationalist yeah I think so definitely and um another part of that is like when the date is done and you have to like decide if you're gonna see them again Mm. I get so nervous about telling somebody I don't want to see them again I haven't been able to do that in person yet ever Mm. like I haven't ever come to the end of the date and been like you know this was a good time it was nice to meet you but I don't think I'm interested in going out again because again I don't want to make them feel bad yeah and so I usually wait for like them to hit me up and they're like do you want to go out again and then over text I can I can muster up the courage to be like I'm sorry but no I'm not interested so yeah yeah. I'm I get very like um concerned about like how the other person is doing I guess yeah I'm like I want to make sure they're having a good time and then I want to make sure that they feel like desired by me which is weird because a lot of the times I don't desire them (laughs) yeah I mean I mean that's a good trait to have to Mm -hmm. be kind of like empathetic or just like obviously wanting to make people feel like a little special even if you just met them that's that's a good trait to have yeah no that that's so I know I mean you you know the like what I hear from you is very surface level like you'll tell me about some funny things that happened like you know some things like how a person was upon meeting them if they Mm -hmm. weren't like what you initially thought so it's just so interesting and like to hear Hear about and to be honest like I will speak frankly and say that I think you're like one of the most confident people I know in terms of like oh. I feel like you like when it if someone were to ask me like does Greta have anxiety not that anyone would but I'd be like mm-hmm. no like yeah <laughs> like where like I've never yeah. because I've never experienced it, and I think with like high functioning anxiety with high functioning anything like 
it's all about you're probably feeling stuff but it's the way you show it and yeah. like how you keep it yeah I feel like you're like better at that than I am but I mean I guess can you talk a little bit more about that do you feel do you feel like you're an anxious person or is it just something that comes out it's very situational it's very situational for me yeah mm-hmm. I definitely like going through my day kind of normal day-to-day activities I don't feel anxious mm-hmm. it's very like interpersonal conflict is Mm. huge anxious for me um any kind of conflict any kind of like face-to-face confrontation is where I like really get I get going I sweat yeah (laughs) um and there's a lot of that in dating because you have to be very direct with you should be very direct with the person that you're seeing about what you're looking for Mm. if you feel like they can meet your needs if you you know all these like, tough conversations you have to have when you're dating somebody. Um, And then, like, rejection, obviously, is another huge, like, to reject somebody to their face. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's the kind of stuff that I really can't do. Um, I I also can't, like, approach people face-to-face. So, like, I rely on dating apps because... Yeah. If I'm in a bar and I see you in the bar and you're really cute, I there's just no way in hell that I'm going yeah. up to we, you let, and asking yeah. you out. <laughs> Let's dive into that. So do you think dating apps have kind of eased your anxiety with dating? But does that mean that there are no stakes or does it take away the stakes? Honestly, of- yeah. Okay. I think it does. Mm-hmm. Especially, yes, with like messaging because when I now when I like send a message and and they don't respond I'm kind of like okay well it doesn't matter like next person Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it does take away the stakes and it's so everything is kind of uh like fast and I guess I don't know the the word for it it's like it doesn't feel real does it yeah it doesn't (laughs) feel like you're talking to a real person uh until until you meet them them. yeah And that's the part where it gets real and hard and, like, anxious. Yeah. Anxiety producing is meeting and, like, being Mm -hmm. face-to-face with them. Yeah. So, I mean, when you talk about approaching someone, like, at a bar, what about that makes you anxious? Because I do feel like you you are an extrovert. Like (laughs) I am. I guess we can talk a little bit about, like, you are an extrovert. You are someone who likes having conversations. I'm, like, thinking, I'm, like, whoa, that is is so wild to me. So what about that makes you anxious? I guess it's just the rejection, like, Uh, being rejected to my face. Yeah, because I have been, like, ghosted, obviously, and, like, other things online or, like, texted somebody to meet them again and they're like, "Mm, I'm busy, I don't want Mm. to, etc. But, yeah, like, the imagining myself going up to somebody in person and then, first of all, what do you say? (laughs) I don't know what to say. I, like, I would be, like uh you're hot oh I see can I buy you a drink like I don't know I wouldn't know what to say so that would be I would be super nervous because I would be like what do I say that doesn't sound like stupid or like cheesy or like yeah uh, objectifying I guess um and then like what if they say no or like what if they're off put by it or what if they're there with somebody yeah you know like there's a lot of different ways that that could go and I feel like with dating apps it removes some of the question because you've both confirmed that you're attracted to each other or like that you're Uh. into each other's profiles so like approaching somebody who hasn't seen 
photos of me hasn't seen my interests and like my bio, my cute little whatever. Curated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just, I'm just approaching them and they have never seen me before. They don't know anything about me. And I'm just like, hey, what's up? Are you interested in me? Like that is so, feels very vulnerable yeah. and very like, I am like, I don't know how it could go. Ah, uh, I see. But yeah. th- but do you not feel the same rejection, like s- scared of rejection or anxiety over rejection when you're seeing people for the first time from dating apps? Like when you meet them for the first time, does not, or are they very similar situations? Um, I would say it's a little different just because I, yeah, I'm like, okay, they've seen a, a photo of me. They know like what my face looks like. They know my body looks like. That was yeah. a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, especially dating a couple years ago was like, I have to make sure that this person knows that I'm not skinny. Yeah. You know? Body image, yeah. Yeah, body image stuff. Um, So yeah, like knowing that the person I'm meeting up with has seen photos of me, has seen like my interests and like Mm -hmm. my music taste. And like we've had some conversation about like, yeah, I'd like to meet you. Mm -hmm. Or like, yeah, I would like to have a drink with you. I feel, I guess, a little bit more confident that they'll like me (laughs) in person. Um, Whereas like approaching a stranger, I'm like, you could be like, ew, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so outside of dating situations, though, do you feel like you approach strangers? Like, does that, does the idea of approaching strangers make you anxious or just in the dating sense where you're like looking at them for this very specific reason? That's a great question. Um... Yeah, I think I think it's just in the dating okay. sense because um yeah, a lot of like my I think a lot of my anxiety about it is like appearance based, mm. like I was saying. So I I like feeling rejected by somebody who isn't attracted to me, like whether or not that's, you know, the reason that they give me for not whatever. Um Yeah, it's, like, the anxiety about feeling like somebody's not attracted to me. Mm. And so it's about – then I I reflect back on, like, my appearance. So, like, is it because my hair is curly? (laughs) Is it because I'm not skinny? Is it because I'm short? Or, like, you know, all these things that I've been – or because I wear glasses, that's that was another one. Like all these things that I've been insecure about my my whole life that I've now like just begun to accept and love mm. about myself. And you are like presenting that to somebody. And yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, I think because dating is more like an attraction, of course, is different for all kinds of people, but like it can be very like appearance based. And so yeah. I'm like that's the part I'm anxious about is I'm like, if you don't like me or you're not attracted to me, it's what does that say about how I look and how I dress and how I present, you know? Yeah, I know that is, that's a con them. That's hard to have someone. It always, especially if you're like, if you're currently dating and you're very active in the dating space right now, that can be hard. It almost feels like people are constantly scrutinizing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just feels like a constant. I mean, that's why I feel like it's good to like have a good relationship with yourself too, to, to, to really be in the mindset would be like, literally these people are like, they're strangers, mm-hmm. like, and to separate that. But yeah. I guess going into a little bit, we were talking about with like the stakes, like, do you date for the the idea of like finding relationship and does that play into your dating anxiety do you go into every date being like oh no this has to work out well because like you know I'm getting older and you know I need to find this do you need to find the one like how does that play into it 
That's a good question. Um, for me, where I'm at right now, I'm not looking okay. for a relationship or like to. Yeah, I'm not looking for the one. Um, but I definitely think if it were the case that I was looking for a relationship, that would make me anxious too because mm. there's um, there's like more factors you have to consider when that's your goal. So like you have you have to consider if that person is looking for the same thing, which. I guess applies to me now. <laughs> I have yeah. to make sure the person is looking for the same thing that I'm looking for. But when you're looking for a relationship, it's about more like, I guess, emotional compatibility. So like things you, I would want to make sure that the person like values the same things as me in like morals or like religion or like things like that. And if they're looking for like monogamy or non-monogamy, mm. there's like more factors you'd have to consider if you know, you're, like, really looking for something serious. Sorry, I'm, My like... foot is asleep, oh, too. Oh, yeah? Sorry, I'm also, like... I feel like Inspector Gadget. Like, I'm, like, inspecting your no. life. Like, I'm, like, this is the love life of a, of a 20-something-year-old. <laughs> a 20-something-year-old. Yeah. Cool? I mean, no, because okay. this is all really interesting to me because I feel like I definitely... It just... Everything scares me about that. I think I'm someone who's anxious a lot about the unknown. I feel like what you were talking about, like, I was almost thinking in my brain, that kind of reminds me of, like, when you do, like, job interviews and you, like, are waiting for them to get back to you. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's kind of like, oh, my God, like, are you just sitting in anxiety all the time waiting for them to text? (laughs) The worst... The worst thing for me, and this is why I'm constantly late to dates is the worst thing for me is when I get to a date before the other person and then I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for them to show up because I'm like then I'm like constantly thinking about like how I'm sitting am I sitting up straight like what kind of drink should I get to sit here with while I wait and then I'm looking at the door and I'm like are they gonna come in what do they look like are they gonna see me do I wave them down do I yell their name so I hate yeah that's the worst part is when I get there before them and I have to sit there and like sit in my anxiety and like ruminate on the fact that I'm meeting up with a stranger so that's why I'm always late wait so you get there late I do get there late I sometimes am late on purpose I'm most of the time I'm late on accident okay okay uh 50 50 50% of the time I'm late on accident. 50% of the time I'm late on purpose. But doesn't that make you more, like, anxious to think what they would be thinking of you if you were someone who showed up late? Hmm? Me, anxious thoughts? Hmm. Okay, good anxious thought. I see your anxious thought, and... (laughs) Um, I guess not. I guess, um, I don't know. I think with, like, the casual kind of dating that I'm doing, Uh. I don't know that I'm worried about people like perceiving me being late I'm more worried about me sitting there and like oh yeah making myself more anxious and like hyping up my own like anxiety about the date when I'm alone I'd rather just Mm. walk in and they're there and I have to like and then I know you know yeah and then I know how it's gonna go and what they look like and yeah I mean so what you tell me most of times with your dates it's it's usually like you're going for like drinks or you're going for like coffee like yeah like why would you choose that then to have like like conversational stuff like and not like activity based is that is there like a difference in what makes you less anxious that's a good question because environment is a huge thing for anxiety yeah Mm -hmm. I think for me like um activity based dates I get anxious about um the like 
the like break in conversation. Uh, oh. I get anxious about um, when we are doing an activity, like if we're focused on the activity and we're not talking, then I get anxious because I'm like, oh my gosh, like we should be conversing right now and like I should be like asking them questions. And so when we get to just like sit across from each other, I feel like I have the opportunity to really like lay everything on the table and like ask them questions and make sure that the conversation is flowing how I want it to flow and how I feel like it should flow. And when there's activities involved, there's a lot of interruption and I have less control over like where the conversation is going Mm -hmm. and what we talk about and what we like what topics we get to that are important for me to like get to yeah that's that's interesting because I thought it would be the opposite I thought if you were doing activities you would be there would be like a reason why there would be a lull um in the Mm -hmm. space well I guess so when you're in a conversational space like on a first date do you personally you feel like you are always leading the conversation does that does that give you sort of anxiety? Like, going into dates, are you always like, okay, I have to be the, like, point person? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I definitely do lead the conversation most of the time. And it's, again, it's by my own my own will. <laughs> like, I would rather fill the space with oh. me asking them questions and leading the conversation and directing it than for there to be space where the other person doesn't know what to say to me. And then I know that they're anxious because they don't know what to say to me. And then it just is a whole thing, you know? So I would rather like, yeah, I would rather take the lead. It's kind of easier for me to Mm -hmm. do just because I am an extrovert and I do have a lot of questions for people when I meet up with them. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, where are you from? And where do you live now? And do you have roommates? And what did you go to school for? Like all these things I really genuinely want to know about somebody um so yeah most of the time I am leading but it's also exhausting to lead exactly that's what I thought yeah (laughs) Yeah, so and yeah oh my gosh that just made me think of a whole another thing about like the timing of the date Mm. I try to like have something after the date or like Mm. whether it's (laughs) whether it's honest or not I usually have an excuse to leave because I can't sit there for like three hours because my yeah I guess my adrenaline has like completely like wiped me and I have to like go be alone or like (laughs) go somehow kind of like relax and like process so I usually like an hour and a half to two hour date is like an hour and a half is perfect but yeah anything over two hours I'm exhausted from like maintaining the look on my face that's like presentable and I'm listening I know and like yeah. and directing the conversation and yeah just the adrenaline that's like going through my body of like being on a date okay and like presenting yeah so the misconception so like extroverts do have a social battery right and you can drain it that's yeah I don't yeah I, I think was like, so okay. yeah it of course like COVID has just torn my social battery like in half mm-hmm. it was so much better before um but yeah definitely and especially because I am so anxious during the date I get drained a lot faster um so normally like yeah social situations I can go for hours I'm good I'm Mm -hmm. having a great time I'm talking to everybody but on a date because I'm anxious about like if I'm being attractive and like being fun and like being interesting it just yeah it's two hours I'm like okay I can't do this anymore (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess what would you so I'm I'm guessing, I mean you've been on many dates, like and you've been with, I guess, maybe some more anxious people than you are, or some more introverted mm-hmm. people. Like I guess some dating advice or like what would you notice? Like what kind of advice would you give for people, I guess, who do find themselves, you know, being a little more anxious and like in lulls in conversation, but with somebody who like is very, you know, they seems to be holding up their conversation well. Like what's some advice that you would give? Or some just being yeah. like, you know, what what should you do in those situations? Yeah, I think my biggest advice, um, and I guess this could be different for other people, but I would say don't don't get, like, drunk <laughs> on oh, the date, mm-hmm. and don't, like, yeah, like, be sober-ish, or, yeah. like, be sober as much as you can be, and as much as you're comfortable being, because um, a lot of times what I've experienced is people are nervous for the date, and so they show up intoxicated Mm. and I can tell and it makes me kind of uncomfortable or it makes them uncomfortable because they know I can tell and like that kind of can be difficult so especially when you're dating and you're like going out for a drink like don't go crazy you know like have a drink go Mm. out for a drink one drink you don't need to like overcompensate by you know getting intoxicated I don't think that helps yeah the situation um even if you feel like it's helping your nerves so that's a big a big advice and then I would also say yeah just kind of like try to maintain your expectations I know that's much easier said than done but going into the date saying okay maybe this goes horribly (laughs) Mm -hmm. maybe it's awesome like who knows there's no way to know you'll have to like you'll have to just experience it for what it is and then know that afterwards, if it does go horribly, you can laugh about it with a friend or like you can write about it in your journal or yeah. like, you know, those kinds of um, ways of taking that experience. Even if it's going to be a bad experience, just know that you're going to like learn something from it or you're going to take something out of it. Um yeah. Do you feel yeah. like you have become less anxious since you, I guess, you know, started dating again and have been doing it for like a couple of months now, very consistently? Yeah. Do you feel like it has gotten less anxious or no, it's the same every time? Um, it, my anxiety goes down when I have a period where I'm going on a lot of first dates. Okay. So there was, there was that week where I went on five first dates. Oh, wow. Okay. And by the fifth first date, I was like, psh this is easy like I got this this is nothing I've done this all week long Mm -hmm. um but right now I'm kind of in a period where I haven't been going on a lot of first dates and it's been a while like a month or two and so I think if I were to go on another first date I would get that same anxiety again because I've been like out of the habit of it so yeah definitely like it's practice really like practicing going on first Mm -hmm. dates um, has made me less anxious about it and um, the pieces we were talking about earlier about like self-love and self-acceptance and mm-hmm. looking at the first date as like I hope this person I hope I like this person not I hope this person likes me yeah that has helped a lot so yes my anxiety has gone down but when I get out of the habit of it and I have to get back into it again then it's yeah yeah you kind of got to build yourself up for it like was there ever like a point though like when did you say that you like when did it become like apparent that like you wanted to get back into dating and I guess you were ready because that anxiety did anxiety keep you from dating did it ever do that um 
That's a great question. I think, yeah, I think a couple years ago, definitely, like, um, just because I had some bad experiences on dates with really horrible people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, one in particular that did just, it was a very, very traumatic, bad experience. Yeah. Um, So the anxiety after that, yeah, was, I was like, I don't want to go on a date because, like, something bad could happen again or, like... um, that definitely pre- prevented me from going on dates again. But this time around, now that I've been recently single again, I feel like my anxiety was holding me back a little bit. But again, my desire to like have that connection with somebody mm-hmm. was larger than like my, outweighed my anxiety. And I was like, the risk is greater than the reward here. So I just need to like push myself to do it and yeah. kind of be confident that. I would get better at it over time and it wouldn't be so daunting, which has been the case. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that I've also found with anxiety. Like, I mean, we already know we have our like own secret way. Like I'm always I always tell Greta when I'm anxious about something, I'll like go off on a tangent and I'll like my brain will like combust with these anxious thoughts and I'll be like running them off to Greta. Mm -hmm. And then Greta will be like, Alex, this will not (laughs) happen. And I appreciate that, but that's because I sort of need that. And I think talking through it has been able to help my anxiety. And like, I guess when we talk about practice, when it comes to anxiety, it's like, do you feel like that's just facing the thing that you're anxious about over and over again? Yeah, I really feel like that Mm -hmm. way for me, especially um, because, yeah, when I when I do, I am going out and meeting people for the first time, like over and over and over and over it just feels easier and I feel like less afraid of what's gonna happen and I'm like or if this does happen like if it went if it goes poorly I had a date that went poorly last week so I know how to handle it you know Mm. it's kind of like the reassurance of I just did this so if something unexpected and crazy happens I am confident in my ability to like handle it and like move forward from it yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, you need you kind of need, like, to gain your experience in order yeah. to know how to handle those situations. Because, yeah, th- yeah. I mean, that's how, that's how I learned, too, about my anxiety was feeling those symptoms, like, physical symptoms, like, how, how, what anxiety looked like on me as a person. Yeah. And then realizing, oh, that's anxiety. So now every time I know, like, I have my, like, warning signs and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I got to get myself in an environment. Yeah, I guess any any more coping mechanisms that you have, like, like helped in your has made you I guess which like a successful dater or someone who is you know less anxious about it yeah yeah one thing that I really love to do is like hype myself up in the mirror right before I go in (laughs) or even mid-date sometimes mid-date if I need a break to like recollect and like process I'll be like I'm gonna go to the bathroom and then I go to the bathroom and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like damn girl (laughs) that shirt you have on is awesome like your fit looks so good right now and you look hot and like just like hype yourself up in the mirror before you go in or like again mid-date if you just kind of need that re that boost yeah um I also love when I'm driving to a date like putting on some 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 jams Mm -hmm. like some Ariana Grande like some like you know like pop female artist yeah. who's like singing about like having a lot of sex or like yeah. singing about being hot and like being desired. I love putting that on when I'm driving to the date and just like screaming mm-hmm. out all of my 
like internal oh, yeah. anxiety. I can feel, yeah, I feel that too. Yeah. Or when you get to the date though, are you like showing a little, are you shaking a little bit or a little bit? Oh like, yeah, I definitely oh, yeah? am. I think so. Do you think other people can <laughs> see it though? Or is it something that's very like, you're very assured that you're keeping it together. Like, you know, when you get to a date that like you are, you have like, basically been in the mode of like i'm in date mode yes yeah do you feel that i have 100 percent. i have a date mode for sure oh yeah um yeah and i think if it is the case where i'm like really nervous especially if it's going well Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay i oh i really like this person they're really attractive like we're having a good conversation and i get those nerves of like oh this is going well i don't want it to like i don't want to fuck it up like i don't want to mess this up Mm -hmm. um I will even, like, tell the person that I'm nervous or, like, (gasps) I'll be, like, oh, like, um, sorry if, like, you see me sweating. It's just because I'm, like, you make me nervous or, like, I – and sometimes people take that as a compliment, too. So you can kind of, you know, you're, like, boosting their ego at the same time being, like, sorry, I'm just kind of, like, nervous right now. Like, you're really attractive or, like, I'm nervous right now, like – so if you see me do this mm-hmm. or this, like, just know. And usually people will be super, like, accepting of that. And they'll be like, oh, my gosh, like, me too. And I then you like kind of get to, like, yeah, you kind of get the solidarity. You kind of get to, like, bond over the fact. If you, like, put it out there and they pick mm-hmm. it up and they return it, then you're like, okay, yeah. yeah, we're both nervous. But, like, this is cool. I know. I love that because, yeah, like, mental health and anxiety is a conversation. Like, dating yeah. isn't, like, especially with the apps and stuff and, like, pre post-COVID. Like, it's not normal mm-hmm. to be doing this. And I feel like, yeah, talking about it, setting all the cards on the table when you, like, get there initially can help yeah. so much. Especially to people, again, who, like, aren't really used to it and don't even like it. But, they unfortunately, they have to do it. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like authenticity is yeah. the cure all no not cure all but do you feel like authenticity like can help beat anxiety like on a first date definitely yes Mm -hmm. yeah and I I went on this date where um the guy told me it was his first date in like eight years or something Uh and I was like whoa like that's kind of crazy and he was like yeah it is Mm -hmm. and we like we kind of laughed about it and then it came back like came back up through our conversation where he was like sorry I just like I haven't done this in a while yeah or like sorry I just like this is new to me and so yeah I think showing up and like being honest about how you're doing and like sharing that with the other person is a great opportunity to like connect with them Mm -hmm. and like just make yourself feel a little bit better about how you're being perceived and like how you're presenting because the other person knows where you're coming from yeah I love that I mean I wish people were as accepting as you I feel like yeah. I feel like not many people are that accepting in it. it it's it's sad because yeah like first dates especially with the apps is like a first impression like totally. people can write you off so easily because totally. of first date like you were like so anxious and people were just like oh I don't want every day to be like that but then on the inside you're a very like interesting person you just have yeah. to get through that like hurdle yeah. yeah and I think that helps so much when you can share with the other person that you're really nervous then maybe if the other person is like wow that was like kind of an awkward first date but they told me that they were really nervous so maybe like let's go out again and see how they do again or like see if there's another setting that they might be more comfortable in it just like gives the other person an opportunity to be like oh I'm going to give them the benefit of a doubt and, like, let's go out again and just see how it is. Okay, fun question. Is there any way dating could be, like, like, do you think you 
like, is there any way, like, it could be less anxious in general, like, the way it's set up? Like, if you were to create your, like, dream dating app or oh whatever. Gosh. Like, I know we talk about Love is Blind a lot, but I feel like it does take away... I don't, I don't feel like the anxiety is still there because despite not seeing them while you're dating, so it's basically just blind dating, um, you're still feeling that anxiety, like, like after you meet them. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. what is there a way, like, like, a pipeline or whatever to just make dating more, like, socially like acceptable and not that anxious that's a great question i do love the concept of love is blind where you, again mm-hmm. you can't see each other and you're just focusing on like the conversation um but i think there are flaws with <laughs> the design oh, because yeah. of course you can't write off attraction as being a big part of dating mm-hmm. um for me i think the ideal form of dating would be speed dating because there's less pressure on each individual date like if your date's only three minutes long you know and then you move on to the next person and you move on to the next person there's kind of like yeah there's just less pressure for it to be like this awesome like hangout one-on-one and we do all these cool things and we have a great time you're just kind of like moving through the people and then if you if somebody stands out to you then you see them again. Wow. Would you try speed dating? Oh, I totally want to. And I've looked into it, but you have to pay money. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you have to pay like a hundred bucks to like, oh. to go to like a speed dating thing. So I would love, yeah, ideally for me would be speed dating. Cause I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about like a couple things. And then if you, if you're still in my mind at the back of like, mm-hmm. in the back of my mind at the end of all of these dates, then that means something does the time crunch not make it more anxiety inducing you have to like like show yourself in like your elevator pitch like that oh sure yeah because like elevator pitch like you don't want to be doing that on a date this isn't an interview I guess yeah I think that I for me on a date I've really feed off of like somebody's energy Mm -hmm. much more so than like um you know talking about like where you work I guess oh yeah yeah so so yeah, with the speed dating, I feel like it would be exciting to just kind of be like, we're both like kind of amped up because it's going so quick. And so you just kind of like, I don't know, you kind of, you have less of a filter maybe and you just like spill out whatever That's, you spill out yeah. in three minutes and it's just more like fun and you kind of get somebody's energy rather than like their life that's true story in three minutes that's true i do yeah. like that yeah so speed dating that's next on the books for you oh yeah i'd love to go speed okay dating. that i mean that's how that actually does kind of sound of fun like i do like talking to people like you know just like quick snippets or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know i feel it's, it's super anxious though when you like get people that just like because like in those three minutes like what happens if nothing happens just again with like regular dating <laughs> yeah you know? but then at least nothing's happening for three minutes instead of nothing's happening for two hours that's true. That's how I feel about yeah, it. I guess. Well, it has been lovely talking to you about dating. And Anytime, you know. Listening. I mean, we talk a lot, so but yeah. this is the first time I feel like we've talked about like anxiety when it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. I do I do feel like you put off this sense where you're just like a very confident person. Mm-hmm. And so like I only see the outside view of that. So yeah. it's nice kind of like peeking into your brain a little bit and yeah. you know learning more about my roommate Definitely. so yeah tell the audience where to find you can you drop your tinder no kid does tinder work that way can you like drop no. your bio oh no, you can't okay <laughs> shows um, what i know 
you can find me on the apps. I'm on Tinder and Bumble. Um, I'm, oh. yeah. Only in this area, though. Well, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm not on the socials. Oh, yeah. No, that's... So I have no, nothing don't else. be sorry. I don't have anything else to drop. No, um, just... You drop wisdom bars. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But yes, thanks, thanks so much, everyone. Oh, also another... Okay, so I guess... Do you already know what the next episode is about? No. Oh, you don't? Okay, so I always make guess... Um, guess the episode. So okay. the next episode is the letter E. But I think I told e. you. Did I not tell you? Oh. oh, if you know, don't say it. Okay, I do Ugh, know. Unfortunately, you are... I no. Think. Damn it, I always forget that I have to stop telling people. Because I get so excited about <laughs> yeah, the next episode. I'm like, I'm like, your episode is this, but then the next person is doing this. And mm-hmm. then they're always like, oh, so cool. But okay, I have to stop because I always like to make my guests, like yeah. guess which, which letter it is and which yeah. topic. And it's always really fun hearing. They like project their anxieties on me, which is good. It's great. But <laughs> oh thank gosh. you so much, Greta, for of being course. here. Thank you for having me. It was yeah. so fun. Yay, I'm on Alex's podcast. <laughs> Ooh. Thanks to my roommate Greta for joining me on this really fun and relatable episode. Additionally, if you or someone you know is struggling with their mental health, a list of resources can be found in the show notes and in the description of every episode. Music is custom produced and created for each episode by Brandon Hill, a really talented musician. You can find all of his socials in the description and show notes of each episode. 